Hey, you busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. Every now and again, as I'm navigating through this thing called life, God drops a gym or two or 90 on me to the point that I'm like, oh my goodness. It's as if my mind is opened, my inner being is awakened, and I see things in a way that I have never seen it before. And in my very Harriet Tubman way, because uh, I feel like if I was anything in the spirit at one point, I would have been Harriet Tubman. I want to come back and share it. I don't want to be stingy with the gym. I want you to shine just like me very much. Put it in a ring and a locket and an earring, whatever floats your boat. But I want us all to shine. You understand? Here's the thing. Can I give you a spoiler alert? In regards to this thing called life, um, there was going to come a point where you literally don't know what your next move should be. Not that you're indecisive, but that you're truly like, okay, so what next kind of thing, right? Can I give you something that's going to support you in that season? Okay, I'm going to make a statement. It's probably going to blow your mind, but promise you won't hang up on me, okay? Like, I, I, I want to continue to talk. Okay, you're not going to hang up? Cool. Um, your level of success and peace depends solely on your comfortability with not knowing. Isn't that the most oxymoronic thing? I know you're like, wait a minute. Sis, run that back, Quavo. (laughs) Your uh, level of peace and success, because I don't believe that there is success if it doesn't come with a level of peace. That's how you know it comes from God, because that's the fruit of the spirit, right? Love, joy, and peace. Mm -hmm. Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Okay, so your level of sustaining both peace and success ultimately relies on and is contingent on your acceptability with not knowing not knowing the who what when where how like some part of that equation is going to be super gray area and you are going to have to be okay with it being a gray area but more so not so much that it's a gray area, but that you trust that God is working in that area, that you trust that God is leading you in that area, that whatever the area is that you were called to, you just have to just shrug your shoulders and be like, listen, I am CEO of the Shrug Shoulder Ministries, okay, um, Inc., if you will, and all I know is what I need to know. All I know is what God gave me at this point, and if that's all I know, then I'm going to operate in the knowing of that, but anything else outside of that I'm not about to bust my head or bust a sweat do anything that requires for me to try to figure out what comes after this and what am I going to do and miss sleep or anything that comes physically or tangibly to me because I am trying to work outside of the parameters that God currently gave me I'll tell you where this is coming from I don't know if you've been an adult uh 
uh, you've been adulting for some time, but it's difficult to navigate your life, right? We were all raised by someone who essentially told us what we were going to eat, what time we were going to be sleeping, when we were going to be going to school, what time to even take a shower. Matter of fact, get up off of that game and that TV, go brush your teeth. Is that your feet smell like that? Like for essentially most of our life, we have been navigated. It's been a narrator <laughs> to our theme song, right? You thought you was going somewhere with your friends thought again <laughs> your thought uh because they told you no they intercepted some of your plans they did a whole bunch and those people were our guardians mm -hmm. we're not going to talk bad about them because we turned out pretty okay right but i think the transition to being an adult who navigates you through that who shows you who to date who shows you what company to keep who shows you what to stay away from who informs you and narrates you through the process of where you should be living how you spend your money how you should be eating how you all the things that should encompass all the adulting the majority of us don't have someone who is side by side elbow by elbow saying mm -mm, nope you see that particular sign I want you to pay attention to that those kind of people produce this kind of fruit in your life and that's going to um, be molded and it's going to cause you to feel and you know that that would be wonderful right in the natural we may not have that but in the spiritual we do the holy spirit not to be a Bible thumper or anything, but we have someone who truly will go before us <laughs> and then come back like, whew, okay, so it was traffic. Listen, we're going to get off of this particular highway. We're going to take the back road. I know, I know you think it's, it's faster, but I've seen some things ahead of you that I really, really want to save you from. Um, and if I keep you on this lane that you think is the fastest, what you don't realize is that we're going to miss some other people that we can answer their prayer in the midst. And so God likes to do this thing was kind of like two birds with one stone kind of thing so if I take you through the loop-de-loop -loop and do a little bit of that put a little razzle dazzle on that side um and then get you where you still are on time but just at another exit um I am trying to do all the things that uh God has equated and equipped me to do as the comforter as the advocate as the guider of you and at the same time I have to get you to understand and be close to me and understand that this is my voice this is my leading no these are not your feelings no why are we at tug of war <laughs> why are you trying to figure out is that God or is it not listen nine times out of ten when it sounds like it's something you would not have done when it sounds like you're doing something a little bit atypical I need you to understand it's coming from the Holy Spirit okay very much coming from him and so I'm going to go ahead and take you another route because I went ahead and I seen that this doesn't get you ahead that what you think is uh the quicker way to get to the elevator actually if you took the steps I could have made you intercept um divinely uh had an appointment with someone that you could have met and could have got you way ahead than the elevator would have ever done you you look at the elevator like it's quicker but I'm not looking for speed I'm looking for effectiveness so that when you get to where God wants you to get to that you will be able to sustain that for longer than what you would have able to do in your own strength and I think so many of us don't understand the leading 
right? We feel like we have to know all the things. We feel like we have to research. We feel like we have to have, you know, this particular amount of money first. We feel it's so many things, so many tangible items that we put ahead of just going out and just stepping out on the boat. Like if you really look at Peter, Peter knew um, one thing. Good, good, good ghost is what everybody else was saying. Jesus was like, nah, it's me, Big J. Peter was like, if it's you, tell me to come out there. Jesus said, come. There was no time to filter through anything else. Because like I told you before, had it been me, I would have been like, Jesus, real quick, what's my favorite color? Okay, when we were at my Isle of that time and it was me, you, and, and Andrew, what did we eat? Like, I need to make sure that what I'm about to do, because what I'm about to do looks ridiculous. I'm about to get out the boat of safety with people that I'm comfortable with and that I know and go out and do something that has never been done. I'm about to walk on water with you, sir. Sir, in the dark, <laughs> um, the, the storm and the waves and all that is doing what it needs to be doing. I've never seen you walk on water in the daytime and you want me to trust and just go ahead and just get out this boat and it don't even make sense. So no, it, I need to make sure that it's you, sir. And then even seeing in that illustration, Peter was like, all I need to know that this is you. Just confirm through the just confirm through the mighty name of Jesus. Just confirm that it's you. God, if it's you, go ahead and, and if this is a job opportunity for me, open it up. I know that I'm not equipped right now. I know that it may look like, whew, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to hold you. I'm still learning. But if y'all going to promote me, oh, y'all oh, promoting, promoting me. Okay, well, I will accept. God, in and of itself, I would have waited till I had a couple more years under my belt. I would have waited till I got that accolade or that credential. I would have waited for that certification. But if this is you, go ahead and open the door. God, if it's you, I promise if you open the door, no matter how badly my knees are shaking, I'll walk through it. God, if you saying you want me to go ahead and start courting such and such, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I don't think I'm ready, but you know what? If this is the door that you opened up, um, yeah, shiver me timbers but I'm gonna go ahead and walk through it God I know right now I said I, don't, I didn't think I was gonna be ready for kids but if this is what you want to one do then okay let's go ahead and do it I know right now I said you I, I'd rather stay with this family support but if you're gonna move me somewhere where well, I have to start all over again just to go ahead and change the the direction of my descendants and my bloodline like God if you trust that I'm brave enough to do it then I'm brave enough to walk through it like at this point we got to start looking at things like yo I don't want to filter no more and and let logic be the reason why I don't jump out the boat you see what I'm saying and I'm going to be honest with you. Let me tell you what happened to me. Because, you know, like literally when God is trying to confirm something to me, it, it shows out in my real walk in life, like in numerous ways. I had to drop the baby, the pup pup, um, the, the youngest one, Daisy. I had to drop her off to, at the groomer. And so when I called the regular location, they were like, oh, she opened up her new groomer salon let me give you her number she's starting her own business now I'm like amazing so I call her up I give her you know what I want and we set the appointment and everything is you know perfect okay cool when the night before I had to drop the pup pup off I kind of asked my husband like so where where is this because I'm a GPS girl if it ain't my, my my go-tos across the street from, that kind of thing, you have to, don't tell me, Lamb, I'm getting ready to give me the address. I'm getting ready to put this whole thing in the GPS, and that's what we'll be finna do. Okay, great, thanks. 
And so my husband was like, oh, I think it's over there by. And so I'm like, okay, you think by. I'm doing landmarks. The gas station, I have to make a right. He was like, "Mm -hmm," in that vicinity. I said, oh, okay. I get in the car (laughs) and realize that the data plan that we have for my cell phone, once we have used a certain portion of it, so that we don't pay the overage for data, uh, they just let your data go extremely slow, almost like dial-up. Like, I'm I'm sorry, is it AOL? I have mail. Like, what's going on? So I'm putting in the GPS and nothing's happening. The GPS is continuing saying, oops, something hurt, ever occurred. So I'm like, oh, my goodness. I drive in the direction that I remember husband and I discussing, okay, it's on this, you know, in this particular lane. I only knew the street name, <laughs> and I knew how to get to the street name. I didn't know where this lady was at. So I'm trying to put in the GPS. I'm trying to tap it, tap it. I'm like, okay. So I literally, it didn't make any sense. I was trying for like five minutes. I just closed the whole phone up, and I said, okay, God, I don't know where I'm going. I know the vicinity of where I'm going, but I don't know exactly where I'm going. So literally, you're going to have to take me there uh, because I still have to go to work, so I can't afford to get lost right now. Uh, I would like for you to show me where this is at. And when I say I did the (sighs) breathe out, that's just it, I happened to pay attention to the numbers, and I was like, 134, okay, 132, Okay. okay, this is good because the number that I was looking for was 127, right? So I'm like, oh, this is dope. So I knew if the numbers are going up even on my right side, then it's on my left. Do you know as soon as I looked at my left, it was like 127 blaring out at me. So I went ahead until, you know, because I almost passed it. So I went ahead and made the left and I sat in the parking lot and I literally stopped. I said... I did not know where I was going exactly, but I knew enough to know that I was in the vicinity. And when I stopped trying to use my own logic or what I'm comfortable using, GPS, and leaned completely on, God, you're going to have to lead me, I found it quicker than I probably would have in any other capacity. Now, my next thought was, I'm about to go into one of these driveways real quick, call the groomer and say, hey, I'm between this and this, lead me, and she would have just had to lead me. But who knows? Maybe her phone wasn't near. Who knows what that would have, you know, produced. But the thing that got my attention was, if God can lead you to a groomer without the dependency of a GPS, if he can make you see things where you're like, oh, wait a minute, I'm closer. So many times we try to go ahead in life and get this notion and adopt the notion from the enemy that, uh, you know, you don't know what you're doing. You're further than you think. Oh, this is going to take forever. Oh, nobody's going through this but you. And he tries to tr- implant this sequence of, isolation you're by yourself everybody else is getting promoted but you everybody else is getting married but you everybody else knows what they're doing with their career but you everybody else is a great parent but you and it's always this thing exactly what he did in the garden of eden he had to have in some form of way being the shrewdest animal in in the garden separate adam and eve 
Because how were you able to be in Eve's ear that long that you had a conversation with her to make her override what she knew that God said not to do? Something about that was isolated. You're not going to die. He knows that if you eat that, it's going to be A, B, and C. And so don't think that him being in your ear or anyone else's ear that we know is something new. He's been doing that since, since Eden. And so when I sat there in the parking lot, I was like, if God can lead me to a groomer with very limited information, then he can definitely lead me through my life with, with what I know of him. And it made me want to go back and just actually look at, so what do you know about the way that God leads? Like we know that the Holy Spirit is our guider. We know that, you know, if we lean not on our own understanding, we know all of these things, but do you truly know the core of how he leads? And I promise you, when I looked at this particular verse, I have never, ever seen it this way until I got into this particular season. And I think that's what God does, right? I think God when he's trying to show you something like the Bible says, he wants to change your life by changing your mind. He changes your mind by changing how you see a thing. You'll get certain perspectives. You'll get different insights. You'll be like, you know what? I never seen or I never thought. And the way that the litmus test that you know that you're growing is do you see things differently now? When you have a different lens, that means that you're thinking differently. When you start thinking differently, that means that God is starting to go ahead and change you through a changed mind. But look at this real quick. So Proverbs 3, you know, I read from the NOT version, right? I want to read the verse that everybody else always reads. I want to read verse 5 and 6, but I saw it different this time. So check it. Verse 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Six, seek his will in all you do, and he will show you what path to take. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Mm -hmm. Do not depend on your own understanding. Mm -hmm. Seek his will in all you do, mm -hmm. and he will show you what path to take. Mm -hmm. I think the problem is, can I go ahead and pull the covers off of some of our feet real quick so it can get cold? Okay. Uh, I think the problem is most of us are developing a plan. We are having all the bases loaded. This is what we want. This is the time frame that we want it. This is how we want it to come to pass. This is where we want it to for be manifested and come to fruition. This is we have all the bases loaded. And then we say, God bless that plan. When the Bible clearly says, seek his will in all you do, and he will show you what path to take. So what does that look like? That looks like when you're applying to jobs and you're casting your net and you're getting these callbacks and these different interviews and all of that, that you actually take a moment to make sure that you infuse God, let your will be done. Whatever it is that you have for me, I don't care how excited I get. I don't care if it's the money. I don't care if I'm like, oh, I finally get to get that title that I always wanted. I don't care what it is. I want this to be your will. God, if you are not a part of this, I don't want to be a part of it. I know the burden that it feels to be a part of something that you are not in the midst of. So God, although I'm excited, I calm myself down because I am a human being, but I'm a spirit being having 
having a human being experience. So what I'm going to do, God, is I'm going to give this over to you. And if it's not in your will, I don't want it. God, I'm excited about such and such. Him is fine, sir. <laughs> I'm talking about you did something with that piece of clay. I can honestly say, okay, boop, that, boop, it, eat that, boop, that, eat that, get it, get it, get it, get it. Like, very much excited, right? But, God, let me go ahead and explain something to you. Um, Just like Samuel almost made the mistake and was about to anoint one of Jesse's other sons, the Bible clearly says that you do not judge men by the way that we see them. You judge them by the heart. So, God, if you are not a part of his heart and he don't, he's not going to love me the way that Christ loved the church, um, I don't care how much it makes me feel some kind of way because I'm just sick of being low. Ah, don't finish your statement. Um, I don't care how much I'm, I'm talking to you at night about that. I don't care what the tears are. I don't care if I don't have nobody else to do a, a selfie with and post it on a social media of choice. If he was not sent by you, I don't want him. Just the same way that you stopped Samuel and was like, that's not it. I want you to speak to my heart firmly, strongly, and clearly and let me know that he's not it. Lord, I know that I want to go in here and get all the bells and whistles on this car. I'm telling you right now, you let me go ahead and drive off this lot, sir. I'm going to be toot toot and a beep beep. And listen, it's getting ready. I'm going to sing every song, okay? I'm going to just be in parking lots for no reason, sir. They're going to see me, okay? I'm going to let you know that now. But you know what? Do not let my excitement override wisdom. Do not let my excitement be louder than the Holy Spirit leading me. I want to hear the gentleness of the Holy Spirit. I want to hear the softness of your voice God and if it's not you I don't want it mature me to the point that my excitement is not my leader something about reading this in this way seek his will in all you do it's literally like playing the life game of Marco Polo when something is presented to you God is this you when somebody brings you an opportunity God is this you when you see, ooh, I can go ahead and make this move. I, 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 You know what? If you start doing that with the minuscule, like it's going to sound real silly. Like, God, should I go to the store today? God, should I bring my lunch tomorrow? God, should I? When you start being led and seeking his will in your day-to-day, it makes it easier for when those bigger decisions come. You already know what his leading feels like. You already know what his voice sounds like. You already know what it, the difference between you getting overly excited and him really trying to go ahead and protect you in something. Like when you infuse him in everyday life, you will understand what to do for the rest of your life. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Do you understand the beauty of just not knowing? Like when I read this, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will on all you do, and he will show you which path to take. What I literally read is God has the burden to produce his plan and to make his plan come to pass. You have to make sure that you're going to him and you're boldly approaching his throne to get the instruction. The only thing you have to do is trust with all your heart that God is actually guiding you and that even if it doesn't make sense to you logically, who cares? You continue to follow your heart because God is in it and you do exactly what you feel him leading you to do and you cross-reference to make sure God is this you and he'll show you 
what path to take. The Bible literally says that his word is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Don't Have you ever seen a por- portion of your life where something you knew it was of God and it almost like a domino effect, that particular o- obedience led to that and then, oh my goodness, led to that and then it opened up that door and then you met such and such and then blah, blah, blah. It's because when the road is lit, you can see what to do next. When something starts to become cloudy to you and you're a little bit confused and your emotions is all over the place and you're like, God, just tell me what to do. That is the litmus test of you do not have peace enough to follow the path that God has for your purpose. What you do in those situations is you calm yourself down. You say, God, I understand that you, that the Holy Spirit is a gentleman and he's not going to forge his way through my life and bum rush and be bold bodistic he's not going to go ahead and do anything that's going to override what already has my attention so if my emotions are that loud that I need to calm myself down and I'm going to make the stance that I'm not going to make a move until I know that it's you I'm going to literally I'd rather make no move at all than make a move where you're not there And I don't care what time frame you're up against. I don't care what it is you're going to, if you're up against a tight time frame, then you're going to have to literally go ahead and make sure that you expedite. Listen, God, I'm not moving. (laughs) I will sit right here until I can confirm that this is you. But that's all you're doing. As opportunities are coming to you, you're cross-referencing God, this is you. When people are coming to you with things and, you know, it's all these great ideas. Listen, a great idea is not a God idea. God, is this you. You're going to constantly keep doing that because you are not going to depend on your own understanding everything that you knew I need you to be childlike like you you ever had a child ask you for something you like you you know how to do a b and c I know but I just want you to do it for me they don't care nothing about their ability they want you to do it they they know how to make a sandwich they want you to make the sandwich they know how to go ahead and tie their shoe they want you to tie the shoe that childlike adapt adaptiveness we need to go ahead and take that on god i probably know how to do this and probably could be um you know deceived to think that i probably could do this whole thing by myself but mm -mm, i'm coming to you every step of the way dad i got this offer instead of running to the phone run to god or as you know the, the bishop say you know instead of run for the phone run to the throne God is this you that literally needs to be the statement of your entire life. God is this you confirm that that's you. God, God is this you confirm that it's you because once you get into a situation, once you accept and go through, if anything looks awry to what you just accepted or what you believe that God has for you, you can rely back on that. God, I chose this because I felt that it was you. I only walked into this situation because I knew that it was you. And the beauty of that real talk is when it's not you putting it together, you don't have to keep it together. You can go back into your dad and say, uh, you gave me this car. For some reason, the car is doing a little rut tut than a putt putt. <laughs> um, what you want me to do? Because I wouldn't have chose this. God, you told me to love such and such, and you told me to do A, B, and C. It's looking a little shaky. What you want me to do? 
because it's not looking like how you want. When you buy from a reputable manufacturer or reputable store, you can go back to that store with or without your receipt and say, I bought from you. So what are you what are you going to do to go ahead and uh, salvage the situation? And they'll replace it. They'll go ahead and repair it or whatever it needs to be done. Just as much as you would have that much faith in a reputable, reputable company is how we need to look at God. God, I said yes on your behalf. I approached this because I knew that you were in it. I confirmed this before I went ahead and, and put myself in this situation. So because it's getting a little rocky, I can only confirm that you're in the boat with me. But don't let me drown in this. Don't let this thing break down where I'm unrecognizable. And don't let anyone around me suffer because of what I decide to walk out on faith with you and for you. There is something about knowing I'm only following your plan. I didn't develop this. This is your will for my life. I'm only being obedient and saying yes and amen, but I don't have to be the glue of this. This is your will for my life. I just have to follow it. There is something so beautiful about knowing that. And I wish the Israelites would have had that kind of stance. Like God, you said you were going to go ahead and take us out of slavery. So all I did was say yes and did what needed to be done. And now we over here by the Red Sea and they chasing us like, what's going on? God, I didn't come out here on my own will. I came out here because I felt you were the one that was leading by a cloud by day and a fire by night. So now it's looking a little shaky. I didn't plan to come out here, God. So you got to tell me what the next steps is because I know that you didn't bring me out here just to leave me out here. Find his will. When you find his will, that's my challenge for you. When you find his will, you are in the center of his hand. And when you are in the center of his hand, that's the most protective, safest place you can ever be. The center of God's hand is exactly where you need to be. Nothing else is of importance. And do not depend on your own understanding. God may make you take the job that's a little further out that pays a little less because of the opportunity that he knows that's coming in another year god may have you move so far away from your family so that you can't depend on them anymore so that he can start being the source and the true savior and captain over your life god may go ahead and ask you some things that may have you like god you sh- you sure? But if you start to get there, that's the litmus test for God is starting to trust you with more because he's trying to develop you with more. And if you mature yourself to receive that level of more, you will see such a transformative adjustment and shift in your life that you would even be shocking prior versions of yourself. Find his will. How do you find his will? Read his word. And when you start reading his word and applying it to the small chapters and paragraphs of your life, you'll start to trust him with the entire story and the entire book of your life. You see what I'm saying? But all right. Uh, I feel like you got what you needed. You know, these conversations are right. Life provoking conversations, mm-hmm. conversations that nobody else is going to have with you, but who your favorite home girl. Okay. Listen, um, real talk. I'm excited about this, uh, finders keepers kind of game that we're going to play because I want to prophesy into your life that if you truly remain consistent for the time frame that God put on your heart, 
that your life will literally transform right before your eyes. You won't even recognize it. You will start to look at God like, I don't know how you did it, but I'm so glad you did it. And I'm sorry that I waited so long to get it. I'm excited for what's to come. It's going to be something so beautiful. And I can't wait to share it and talk to you about it later because it's going to be for both of us. Okay. But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and eat the rest of my food. It was getting cold while I was talking to you, but I wanted to make sure that I got this information to you. Okay. Talk to you later. Later.